0: What is the pièce de résistance of your Shabbos table? Is it the chollen? Is it the kugel? Is it the herring? Is it the filterfish? fish? In today's transformative daf, we are on page 12, daf yud bays of Megillah, and we find the secret spice that brings out the very best in a Shabbos table. Welcome to the transformative daf. My name is Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Welcome and thank you for joining me. Achashverosh had imbibed a little too much. It was Shabbos afternoon and he was feasting with his closest friends, engaged in a deep philosophical debate. Those women from Media are the most beautiful, one fellow began. What are you talking about, cried his friend. I say Persians. You're both wrong, Achashverosh responded. Mine is neither Median nor Persian, but Chaldean. Do you want to see for yourselves? Sure, they replied. Just make sure we're able to make a clear judgment. She should be unattired says the Gemara. On the seventh day when the king's heart was gladdened with wine he asked that Vashti be brought before him. Until now was his heart not gladdened with wine? Rava says the seventh day refers to Shabbos. On that day when Jews eat and drink they begin with divary Torah and words of praise whereas when idolaters eat and drink they begin with licentious talk. And so it was in the feast of that wicked man. There were those who were saying Median women are the most beautiful and others who were saying Persian women are the most beautiful. Akashverish replied, The utensil that I use is neither Median nor Persian, but Chaldean. Would you like to see it? They said to him, Yes, as long as she is unattired. For the same way a person measures, so are they measured. Which teaches that wicked Vashti would bring Jewish girls, strip them down and make them work on Shabbos. That is the meaning of the verse. After these matters as the king's anger subsided, he remembered Vashti and what she had done and that which was decreed upon her. Just as she as she did, so was decreed upon her. Let's analyze this Gemara. Why does the Megillah specify which day of the feast the conversation took place? Rava teaches that the Megillah's focus is not so much on the day of the feast but on the day of the week. In Hebrew, all the days of the week are known simply as a number. Yom Rishon, Yom Sheni, day one, day two. That's true of all the weekdays. But then we light candles, and it's not day seven that is ushered in. The seventh day has a special name, Shabbos. In many other languages, days of the week are associated with heavenly constellations. Sunday, named for the sun. Monday, named for the moon. Saturday, named for Saturn. Each day is dictated by the forces of nature, and the seventh day is no different. Even if it is slightly different, it's no more spiritual than any other days of the week. On the contrary, Saturday is the day you can kick off your shoes and indulge in life's pleasures. That's not Shabbos. As Rava emphasizes, the focus of Shabbos shouldn't be our physical indulgence. Our Shabbos tables should be filled with Divrei Torah and Zmiris. That doesn't mean we need to skimp on our Shabbos food and drink offerings. Rava specifically frames his teaching in the form When Jews eat and drink, they begin with divrei Torah and words of praise to Hashem. He's not asking us to give up our food and drink. He just wants to make sure we know why we're enjoying our Shabbos delights. The herring, the gefilte fish, the charlant and the kugel are all there to inspire us to greater spiritual intensity. Not to mention the aged single malt. Eating good food on Shabbos fulfills the mitzvah of Oneg Shabbos. In fact, on Shabbos, we're endowed with a neshama yaserah, an additional soul. And despite its spiritual nature, our sages teach that it enjoys a nice kiddush too. The key to remember is that the kiddush is only the facilitator. If we really want to feed our neshama yaserah, once we've enjoyed our physical Shabbos delights, we should then proceed to our spiritual delights. Many of us are blessed with children who bring home from school a dvar Torah for the Shabbos table. When you first do it, it feels a little weird making the guests listen to your seven-year-old read off her Parsha sheet for five minutes. But after a few times, you realize how inspired they become watching this kid's passion for Torah. It shouldn't need to be said, but it's important to give the kids your undivided attention as they read their piece and engage with them on it. Let them know that this is the primary domain of your life. It's okay for them to know that you enjoy a nice vintage non-mavushal kab sav, But they need to know that more important than the glass of wine is the Dvar Torah. And of course, beyond the school piece, nowadays there are a number of wonderful books available with plenty of stimuli for the Shabbos table. In our home, we have a few favorites. There's Torah Ifik by Rabbi Maimon Elbaz. Each week he asks questions about the Pasha and then provides kid-friendly answers from our great commentators across the millennia. And we love the questions and answers based on the response of Rav Yitzchak Zilberstein in the What If and Vahar Nas series. And hot off the press is Sweeter Than Honey by Rabbi Mendel Berlin of Staten Island. I encourage you, do get your hands on it. Yashikov to the Gershkowitz family for sponsoring it. When I was a young assistant rabbi in Long Beach, New York, I used to stay over with a lovely older couple. Friday nights would be just the three of us for an intimate dinner. But it was one of the highlights of my week. Each of Shabbos, the husband would go online and learn a new Zemmer tune. Some of the Zmiras he sang were the regular old favorites, but with less famous tunes. The most exciting Zmiras, however, were the ones in the book that nobody sings, because most of us don't know any tunes for them. Here's the thing. The tunes exist and they're pretty catchy. Check them out online, learn them, and then next Shabbos take a few minutes to teach them to your kids and guests. Shabbos is not just family, Friday night dinner, or Saturday lunch. We need to make an effort to make Shabbos be Shabbos. You will be inspired, your kids will be inspired, your guests will be inspired. May you always look forward to your radically different seventh day and may that Shabbos carry you and your family through the six mundane days of the week. Have a transformative day and a transformative Shabbos. Thank you for tuning into the Transformative Duff Podcast with Rabbi Daniel Friedman. Whether you've been doing Daf Yomi for years or you're not quite ready to commit but want to be part of the Daf Yomi global movement, there's something in the transformative daf for everyone. It's about joining the conversation. It's about talking over the daf with your family, your friends, your colleagues. It means never being short of a discussion starter or a meaningful Dvar Torah. Every page of the Gemara, every word, every letter contains the secrets of the universe to achieving a life of simcha and purpose. Transform your life today. The transformative daf is published by Mosaica Press and available at all good Jewish bookstores and online from mosaicopress.com. Thank you, the transformative dust.